Hello and welcome back to True Alchemy Academy, your podcast for all things ancient wisdom with me, Kaylee Worsley, as your host. Today I'm going to take you on a trip to Delphi, Greece, where it was said to be the center of the world back in the 8th century BC. The reason Delphi has been so incredibly talked about for years is because Apollo used to give prophecies through the priestesses at Delphi. Now, it is said that Apollo had to slay a python in Delphi in order to build a sanctuary. And so the priestesses are called Pythias. And what Pythias do is channel the words and prophecies of the gods, but also their talents. Apollo was known for a lot of things, particularly giving prophecies, being the god of the sun. He's also the twin of Artemis and music poetry, truth, and healing. So back in the 8th century, Delphi became very popular. As I said, it was considered the center of the world. And every year, people would go there to receive a prophecy, a big prophecy for everything. Now, during this time, it became so popular that multiple Pythias needed to be at Delphi in order to answer everybody's question. There is a record of these answers to the questions. There are actually 615 prophecies saved in literary sources and on a very, very limited number of inscriptions. It is so magnificent to even believe that there's a place that we could go and receive these prophecies. And most of the prophecies are basically what we would want to know in today's day and age, which leads me to the question of what is time and how many timelines are smudged just going over and over again in an upward spiral and not a straight line. Because time to me does not seem like it is a linear concept, rather it is a spiral that can go any way hopefully up as we ascend. Most of the questions were, of course, military-related, financially-related. People wanted to know about their love life and their marriage. People wanted to see and hear and understand. And as somebody who can channel and who receives advice, it's funny because I know exactly what these women probably were saying because you can't give people the, the answer. So a lot of these were known to be ambiguous because it's always up to the person to interpret. When you ask an oracle a question, the oracle can see. However, it's up to you to take that information and turn it and understand it from your point of view. It's just, it's very important for people to follow their own gut. Pythia is also mentioned actually in the Bible in 1 Kings chapter 20, verse 7, where it says a woman having a python which is really cool because it's so interesting to see how history overlaps over and over again. And speaking of the Bible and the Roman Catholics, well, there's many Bibles, but I'm going to talk about the Roman Catholic ones. The last prophecy was given in 393 BC as the Roman emperor at the time ordered for all pagan sanctuaries to be completely shut down to make room for the Roman Catholic beliefs. And so my thought process was, do the gods ever get lonely? And I will answer this later on in the podcast. Let's talk about how the oracles channeled. So I would like to say first that I don't think anybody can channel. I think you have to be truly gifted and it's not for everybody. And please, for the love of God, do not 
just channel because you think it would be cool. Please don't play with Ouija boards. Please don't do any of that crazy shit because everything is in the ether. Everything's there. Everything. Everything you want to know is there. And it's so tempting to be like, oh, well, I'm just going to whatever, figure it out. No, don't do that, okay? Because once you open up and you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to protect yourself, you aren't protected, you know, you don't know what you're doing. I said that twice just to make sure that you understand me. You can get seriously hurt and anything can come in there. Everything lives there, okay? Let me, everything, everything that you can imagine lives there. And you don't want to open up and get something clinging to you or you don't want to start being possessed by another spirit you don't want to fucking accidentally become the devil's best friend you don't want to have demons following you like you just don't want that and that is very real and it happens so don't be silly and just think that you can do it because your pride is getting in the way if you have a gift you'll know so if you have a gift it's okay you know look for advice seek people who are similar to you please do your research and be very cautious when you become open learn first how to protect yourself it's so so important it's like the most important thing in the whole world please 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 (laughs) if you're gonna take anything away from this episode please take away protect yourself first okay especially in the spiritual world because crazy shit happens there okay so with that being said the priestesses would channel apollo and they would not only channel his prophecies but they would also channel gods and the gifts that the gods had which Apollo is the gift of, I said already, music, healing, blah, blah, blah. So they were able to channel those things. So imagine how beautiful the music would sound if Apollo was being channeled through you. It is said that they went into a dreamlike trance, but they actually what happened was there was gas. And the gas was, starts with an E, and I can't remember, yeah, ethanol. They would have like a mixture of this gas, which came from naturally geological cracks and they would inhale this and then they would go into a dreamlike trance and channel. So this happens actually in a lot of cultures. If you look back into ancient history, especially the ones that I know, um, Egyptian, not no, 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 because you can't really know anything. But the ones that I have read certain aspects of, um, obviously this one, the Greeks, the Egyptians, and a lot of Native Americans. But I well especially the indigenous of the amazon they use ayahuasca which i'm sure you've heard of to channel and go up psychedelics psilocybin that's all those are all things that can alter your mind and help you channel and another thing shamans do this because you don't necessarily need these things to channel and i always thought that you did but i learned that you do not so when you get this is why drumming is very very important dancing is very very important for shamans to go into a trance because it brings you back to your primal instincts of the breath and you get to really really connect you also obviously speaking of channeling with gods there are spirit guides that you can talk to that help you channel and so it's a team effort to get the information down to the earth and it is not an easy thing so this is why i say if you're gifted that's the reason you can do this if you are not gifted don't attempt it okay it's like if you're a firefighter you fight fires and if you're not a firefighter you call a firefighter and you're not ashamed of it because you don't know how to fight fires and it's scary and dangerous (laughs) okay so basically the same thing not really but you understand the metaphor these 
oracles were so 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 cool i got to go to delphi and before i went i really was like okay what's gonna be there at first it was a very cloudy day and it was a little chilly because delphi's actually in a mountain so it does get a little cold there were snow on the on the very tips and it was cloudy i turned to the woman i was with and she was like apollo isn't doing his job <laughs> and i laughed and then i looked at the sky and i said can you please open up please be sunny and i'm not kidding 10 minutes later it was sunny so i was like okay the gods are with us from there we walked around the ancient ruins and took some very respectful photos because um as you guys know me from this podcast I have the most respect for especially especially ancient places but also the earth and I did write a little bit more on my website but I did actually get yelled at by a lady there and she yelled at me in front of everybody and then told me to put my clothes on uh, proper clothes on even though I was in a dress and then um, we talked to her after and she told me that there was a dress code which I did not know um, there was a dress code and there isn't by the way but she just i don't know something about me really angered this woman and i figured oh you know sometimes people just have to deal with their triggers and it's not actually me it's something in them however i did um well i did not put my proper clothes on because i was wearing clothes but i did put my shoes on because she did say that it's an archaeological site and i should wear my shoes so i put those on because i honestly did not intend to disrespect anybody by not having them on so i put them back on she did not like the fact that I wore a scarf or a dress and, you know, I don't know, maybe there's a bunch of people that go there trying to be something that they're not and being disrespectful. So all is fair in love and war and that's fine if she yelled at me. It did embarrass me though and I did feel a little weird. So now I need to just transform that energy in a meditation so that everything is all good there. I did write more on my website and there are visual photos, so if you'd like to go check that out, it's truealchemy.academy. It's not .ca, it's not .com, it's .academy. So truealchemy.academy. Further to that point, I decided that it was time to leave. And <laughs> after that, you know when it's time to go. So we left, we checked out the museum. The museum is really cool. Museums in Greece are really, really cool, but it's sad because not a lot of the sculptures have been sustained so well. But actually in Egypt, I feel like the the pieces of Egypt still remained so beautiful, whereas the Greek ones have been destroyed, which kind of goes to show how much Greece has been through throughout world history. Not like Egypt didn't go through a lot, but I feel like the Egypt, Egypt was way bigger, first of all. They had a lot more gold, a lot more resources and money, and also they dug very deep tombs to preserve. They had false walls, which preserved the hieroglyphs so well, and it just looks, oh, it's just so cool. And in Greece, there are, it's very similar, actually, in Delphi, I believe that Egypt had a very, very heavy influence on the Greek art at that time period, which is not my favorite Greek time period for art, because I liked when the Greeks really found their footing and started to become Greek <laughs> in their attempt to display and express their culture. If you go into the museum, you can see, you can just see the, if you've ever been, if you've ever even looked at pictures of Egypt and the statues, you'll understand what I mean. They very much had 
an Egyptian influence. I wasn't thinking about this before I started recording this, but I'm thinking about it now. There are a ton of artifacts from the ancient world, like placed all over, and it's very, very cool to see how how much that there was in history. I never even put that together, how much I've seen and how much I've appreciated. And I haven't even been to like all the countries with the museums. I think it's really important for us in today's age to also create things that will last a really long time. I thought about this and I think that it is time for us not to create new gods, not to push old gods out but to just create new belief systems around the gods that we have and i say gods plural because i do believe that mono and polytheism are the same thing because i believe in the yin yang and they're just the same they're eternally the same thing if one god is so powerful why couldn't that one god split into many gods and why wouldn't those many gods be one god serving a higher purpose it just makes so much sense i also believe in a really weird way, that God and Satan are twin flames. And that point just blows my mind all the time when I think about it. Because here's the evidence that I have collected, and obviously the thought hasn't fully formed, but it is somewhere, it's coming out, you know? This has nothing to do with ancient Greece, but it has everything to do with history and the way that we think. Data that I've pulled is There are times in the Bible where God is so destructive and so dark that you wonder, like, is God evil for doing this? And so, therefore, Satan is born. Anyways, I do really think that there are a lot of cool messages and key points that we can learn in mythology together. One is that, is mythology mythology or was it actually a way of life that people used to live? Uh, It is, in fact, a religious way that people used to live. They used to make offerings at these temples to the gods that they truly believed in. It was their holy ground. So the fact that we say Egyptian mythology and Greek mythology instead of their religion is a little off-putting for me. I would also like to say, because I'm coming at belief systems pretty hard here, that I absolutely love Jesus. And every time that I really need protection, I pray to God and Jesus. Of course, I always ask Jesus to be with me because he's my favorite honestly he's just my favorite person i absolutely love christ energy and it doesn't but it doesn't take away the fact that there are other things to that people can believe in it doesn't take away the fact that there are other things to believe in at the same time as jesus it's just that jesus serves a different purpose as these other deities does that make sense it's not that you and that's one thing that i channeled is it, it's not black and white. It's not that, okay, I believe in Jesus. Okay, so therefore, now I don't believe in anything else. It doesn't work like that. You can believe in multiple things. The only things is, is all things. All things are all things. I can't even put it into words, but I saw it in beautiful pictures. You don't have to go 100% on one thing because that doesn't leave room doesn't leave space for things to flow if you are always just always saying i have one point i have one belief you're limiting yourself to so much and there's nothing that can come out of that there's it's just so masculine and so structured and masculine structure is very very good in certain aspects but in beliefs in art in music in culture it doesn't it doesn't work because it doesn't 
art and music aren't structure. They're not linear. They're not analytical. They're not logical. They're very flow. They're very chaotic. They're very emotional. They're very feminine things. And for us to limit ourselves is crazy. And there are certain things that we do need masculine for a financial structure, a home structure, building something for the future. That's all very masculine and that's all very necessary. There is room for both. And so we need to learn how to make the future united. I used to really believe that, oh, the future is feminine, but I don't believe that anymore. I think that the world, the future is unity, is unifying, is understanding that we're two energies and we need to work together. And listening and seeing these things from Apollo really helped me understand this because going up there and wherever I go, I don't even know. I don't have a word for it. It's just, I close my eyes and I put a scarf on and I see everything. It just made so much sense, this structure. If I know anything, it's I know my gut and so many things have come from this trip. Most of them are just the different energies and how people have used them throughout the years. What I really am truly sad about, to be honest, it actually makes me quite sad, is how we have lost touch with our hearts and how we no longer produce from a place of mystery and magic and heart and flow we just think oh we know the answer so that's the answer okay it's black it's white it's one thing or it's the other it's so boring it's the most boring thing i've ever seen in my entire life why don't we leave room for the unknown it's scary of course but oh well you have to face your fears fear isn't real Fear is something that you are subjecting yourself to in your mind. But once you understand that fear does not exist, it only exists within you because you allow it, you can step out of your fear and then boom, you're in the light, you're in the flow, you're creating and you're loving and you're open. And once you're open, oh my God, things get so much better. And I just, I'm just so bored with what we do. We need to just let it in. We need to flow. And I'm very passionate about this because it just makes sense to me. It just makes sense and hopefully it makes sense to you because i'd love to see some flow art come out something real something not so oh i want to i don't know music oh i want to get signed i want to be the next biggest rapper okay great but what if your potential isn't even is even bigger what if your potential is even better than that who cares about being the next little wayne okay because he's a great guy let little wayne be little wayne you be you you figure out how you can transform the world with your own creative thoughts your own creative patterns your own blah 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 it doesn't matter if you don't blow up and get a record deal you're still creating the art that is within you and therefore you are following your divine purpose and giving and the rules of the universe are if you give you will receive it's universal law so what do you have to lose when you create from the heart what do you have to lose nothing you have everything to gain and so that's a really beautiful place to be is in your heart and i had to take a short break because i got overworked and i was like oh my god i'm gonna drive listeners away <laughs> oh back to delphi when i went and i channeled i also was able to i think that this is just pretty much a part of who i am at this point is i was able to see what kind of energy was stuck in the person that was with me and uh, so i helped do what i was guided to do which is a very beautiful feeling 
and it's just such a magical place i really do think that everyone should go to delphi there is the town is okay there's another town that you drive through if you don't take the roll uh sorry if you don't take the road with all the tolls it's called arahova it's really nice it's a little ski town lots of people in fur coats i don't know if they're fake or not but you'll know when you're there because you'll see all the fur coats if it's winter i'm not sure about the summer but it's a very cute little town. The food's really good. People seem pretty nice. I didn't talk to many because we were only there for a few hours. But I would definitely suggest that everyone check out Delphi at least once if they're in Greece. On the way to Delphi, if you don't take the road with the tolls, there's actually a sanctuary, I believe, of Aphrodite as well. And so Athens and Greece are just laced with so much ancient history that you can see for yourself. My best advice Okay, this is good advice. My best advice if you want to get closer to whatever energy is there but you can't channel or you should not or you're not a shaman or whatever is take your shoes off. Maybe not in the archaeological sites because I got yelled at for that. Take your shoes off and sit down. Close your eyes and just listen to your breath and see what comes up. It's not, you're not, doing anything crazy you're just meditating essentially i would just meditate in these places to feel what you need to feel that's my best advice is to do that and listening to your heart and your voice is sometimes pretty difficult but it won't it won't sound you'll know when you hear it you'll just know and trust that it will be something that is encouraging and supportive and full of love and maybe you've never heard it before but it is there and it just it's waiting for you so be open to it ask it whatever you need to ask it sit and meditate that's my advice for wanting to connect it doesn't even matter if you go to these places you can just do that in your backyard or in your house just sit in a corner and listen to yourself it's so profound the things that come from meditation truly and honestly you will not regret it and with that statement i'm going to end today's podcast episode and hopefully you learn something cool about Delphi, about Greece, about unity, and about being alive. Beautiful.